Welcome everyone to the Aggregate Score. You are joined, or we're all joined together today um, on this awesome journey that we call this great pod, the Aggregate Score. Giving our name again because I'm rambling at the moment. But um, <laughs> introducing myself as Elijah. And each week, I always just give it up. Top props to my man, my G, the guy behind the brilliance. I mean, there's two brilliant guys, but you know, both of us. It's Ayo. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good, bro. How are you? Yeah, man, I'm good. I'm good. Before we started, you know, sorry, listeners, if you're listening, you're thinking, right, this, this guy was rambling. It's because I, I feel like it's been a while since I've actually like opened up. I was thinking of something cool to mm. say. Something a bit, it's been like, almost a month. Like, yeah, something a bit witty. But um, I couldn't <laughs> think of anything. And then I started like rambling and you're like, like stretching and trying to think of what words to say. But um, welcome back again. Um, good afternoon, good evening, good night or morning, whatever time you're listening to this. I hope you enjoy today because it's going to be a jam-packed episode. Um, we're going to be discussing lots on the NBA, NFL, and obviously the upcoming season coming in the Premiership. Um, so much to discuss, so much to talk about. Uh, but I wanted to first talk about how I was so attracted to your water bottle and the fact that, you know, there's that company that does how you can, you know, you can actually taste water without tasting it. So, yeah, like a little pod thing. like oh. And just saying how good, like, marketing is because they really start bombarding that on the feeds, don't they? Honestly, they, they got me off YouTube, man. Like, they really... I don't know if we, we should probably shouldn't say their name because they they're not paying us. Yeah, exactly. But this, <laughs> this brand, if you want a sponsorship, <laughs> holler at us, isn't it? <laughs> it is, you know what I'm saying? After the episode, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, no, decent. It's, it's not too bad. It's a nice little way of getting some more water in your diet and stuff. So it's all right. Okay, cool, cool. Nice. Anyway, um, little, little, we took a little bit of a detail, but back on it, we're going to start discussing about the NBA... It has been, since we last talked, it's been a crazy, crazy, crazy couple of weeks. And our first one is to begin with, I think, the trade which started stuff off. Obviously, um, the draft was about, I believe it's coming up to nearly about two weeks now. Or maybe a week and a half, two weeks since that happened. But before then, the Lakers made a massive trade with Washington uh, Wizards and were able to acquire the point guard, Russell Westbrook, the guy... Mm -hmm. Who all he knows is triple doubles. Um, uh, tell me, man, when you saw the deal come through, obviously the pieces that you guys gave up um, yeah. to acquire a, a top player, because that's not lie. It's not like you're getting some kind of da 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 like top top player. How are you yeah. feeling as a Lakers fan? I'm like in general, just kind of excited about like the potential for those three, as in Westbrook, uh, LeBron, and AD to work together. Um, we did give away a lot to get Westbrook in, um, mm. just in terms of like the pieces. Like obviously, Kuzma was had an up and down year last year, mm-hmm. even the bubble year before he was up and down. KCP was a contributor off the bench or even starting sometimes, but he was a solid. He can get you threes and give you a bit of defense. Montrez wasn't really able to do what he did for the Clippers for us. So for, for for him, it was less of a of a thing that we let him go. And then also the um the draft picks of potential of someone in the first round this year that we gave up as well. Mm. So that was a bit of a, a bit of a blow. But to be honest with you, to get Westbrook in return, I think the thinking or thought process behind it was that we'd have at least um this offseason to get like a lot of players in free agency, which we've done, as you saw. Yeah. Essentially we've 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 like 
just assembled a whole new team in the last like hour, week. <laughs> like it's yeah. been crazy. Because without without those uh, free agents, we had like I think only four players on contract, which was like Westbrook, LeBron, AD, and someone else. Can't remember. I think maybe one of these like young guys. So um yeah, we need, we definitely need some pieces, and uh, yeah, we brought some people in. We brought up a bunch of a bunch of old people, <laughs> like uh, people that are above the age of thirty two at least. <laughs> I, mean, I think currently the Lakers' average age for the team I think is around 30, 32 ish. But I believe what? the Nets have a higher average age than us, so we're actually not. It's actually not as bad as the media is making making it sound. Yes. But um, in total, though, happy with the deal. I think obviously you get you bring in a player like Westbrook, guaranteed Hall of Famer. Yeah, um, he shoots, he defends to, to a certain extent, assists. He, he's the kind of person that can take pressure a little bit off LeBron to distribute and like to play make all the time. LeBron yeah. can like take a bit of a backseat in terms of the playmaking. He probably won't, but um, I guess it's just more. There's less pressure on LeBron in crunch time situations. Yeah. I'm not sure yet how it's going to work in like playoff basketball, but I think regular season it's going to be a fantastic addition. Um, but we'll have to see because like playoff Westbrook hasn't been the same as regular season Westbrook. So we're yeah, gonna have to see yeah. how he how he acts within a team of like two other superstars with him. So we'll see. But um definitely I think this is one of those weird situations where a guy like Westbrook has moved and joined a super team, but yet he doesn't, he's not getting any sort of flack for it because it's kind of like he's coming home. It's 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 LA, it's where he's from. He played for UCLA for college. So yeah, it's just a lot of excitement to see him back in back in his hometown and, and playing basketball with 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 um one of the best players of his generation in LeBron and one of the you know top top five big men of all time in, in AD. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I mean, I like it. Obviously, you you um, you um talked about, obviously, the, the roster being, being, um, depleted. being filled up. <laughs> you know, it was heavily depleted. Obviously, a lot of people have moved on. Um, but, I mean, look, you've got Kendrick, Kendrick Nunn, Russell Westbrook, um, Wayne Ellington, one. Malik Monk, Trevor Reza, Kent Bazemore. Uh, yeah. Dwight Howard is back for a third stint, you know what I'm saying? You yeah, he's running see. back again. <laughs> and obviously a man that I, I was very intrigued about and thought was really nice to see was, you know, Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony. Obviously, you know, LeBron likes to have his guys, wants to play mm-hmm. with, with his boys and, and an opportunity like that is fantastic. I think there's a lot of experience there. Like, come playoff time, yeah. you want some of those guys that you can bring off the bench, you know. How it's all going to work... Um, I can see it coming together, but um, we all know that it will be tricky, as you said, come playoff time with a, a player that needs to have the ball in his hand a lot. Uh, which yeah. is Westbrook, and he doesn't necessarily shoot that great, great threes. But the thing is, you've got LeBron James, and that's the factor. This guy makes everyone 10 times better. better. Yeah, so 100%. When it's come, I think in terms of like how your free agency ended and even after like, the NBA draft. I think you guys are in a great position. Obviously, mm-hmm. everyone still thinks it's going to be the Nets um, or, um, or or the Bucks, but um, it'll be interesting to see. Anyway, I mean, a lot of people did a lot of a lot of good things in terms of um, in terms of trades and stuff. I go through. Yeah. I've got um, a little trade tracker. So you know, uh, for let, let's let's look and see. So obviously. I've got some of the I've got some of the old ones actually. Funny enough, I feel like the Westbrook one was the was the one I really really looked at quite a bit. Yeah. But, so but, um, there was quite a few like sign and trades this this off season because of yeah. like the free agency. So the likes of um Kyle Lowry obviously leaving the, the Raptors, 
signs Absolutely. and trades with the with the with the Heat. So he goes to the Heat, and in return, I think the Raptors get, I believe, Goran Dragic, um, Precious yeah. Achimwa, and I think maybe picks. I'm not too sure about the actual the specifics of the trade, but they got people in turn return, and then Lowry gets to go and form another like big, almost like big three, I guess, in in Miami with um Jimmy Butler, who also got an extension. And then uh, you add like Bam Adebayo to those guys, and I think also Victor Oladipo resigned as well. So they've now got like yeah. four solid, solid. Yeah, you're right. The, a lot of um, the sign and trade. So you got obviously the Bulls getting long. Yeah, they, they they had a huge offseason. <laughs> yeah, they they had a, a massive one. You know, um, McDermott to the San Antonio Spurs and Pacers. They did a deal as well. You're looking at obviously the the uh, Kings getting uh, Tristan Thomas. Uh, the Celtics getting Chris Dunn and Bruno Fernando and a pick and the horse getting uh, Dillon Wright. I'm just going through some of the things I can see. Like, it's it's interesting in terms of, like, that. Obviously, I I kind of fixated more on what um, on what the Wizards got. And to be fair, I thought the Wizards, for what they got, wasn't too bad. I mean... Yeah. And then you guys, obviously, you got uh, future second round picks as well. Obviously, I know yeah. it feels like you've given up quite a lot of, of, of pieces like Kuzma, Harold, and Cordell Paul. But I don't know. I feel like you guys, you guys got a good good thing going on there. Like you know, Definitely. it wasn't wasn't like it was necessarily like, like a, a bad thing. And you're yeah. much stronger. I, than I think the Wizards as well got like a good return. Sorry to cut you yeah. off. But I think they got a good. They got good pieces in return. I mean, like Kuzma is a guy that. That potentially could be a second guy next to Bradley Beal if he if he's allowed to like shoot a bit more because I think with the Lakers he wasn't required to shoot really because LeBron was there, KCP was there, and other people were there. But with this Wizards yeah. team now, so I think it's a good opportunity for Kuzma to prove that he's the guy that we maybe thought he could have been for the Lakers. Yeah, um, and they've also they've also got other, like, they also brought in um, Spencer Dinwiddie from the from the Nets, and him and Bradley Beal is a decent little backport that they've got got they got there. So um. I think the Wizards can be excited about the future for them for sure. Obviously, they're not going to like win anything crazy in the East because the Nets are there, the Bucks are there, the yeah, Bulls have retooled. It's the heavy right now. <laughs> but, it's um, heavy in the East. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think I think it might dissuade um, Bill from trying to because apparently the the talk before the Westbrook trade actually was that Bill would request a trade. Yeah, I heard that was, link, was linking him to the Warriors for some reason. So yeah, yeah, I was saying that. That was well. about to be scary. Oof! Indeed, indeed, man. I mean. Yeah, as I said, in terms of like trading beforehand, you guys, I would probably give you guys an A in terms of what you did, like mm. with the Wizards and acquiring Westbrook. Now, I, it really showed. I, what I kind of saw from that was that look, like we know Father Time is undefeated. LeBron still looking like King LeBron, but there's going to be a little bit of a drop off. We need to, if we can maximize the time that we have you know, let's try and see if we can go again next season. Do you know what I'm saying? So, mm. so I yeah. really like jumping off that now to free agency. I think it was, it's interesting because you got a lot of, um, I mean, day one was quite crazy. Like I thought, okay, when I heard about the Lonzo goal to the Bulls, I thought, oof, not, not, not a bad deal. And obviously before yeah. that, you're hearing, that, you know, Kawhi Leonard and Chris Paul both, you know, declined their player options. To become yeah. free agents, so you're thinking, okay, wow, this is interesting. But then, Paul signs. I mean, a four-year deal, 120 mil, and um, Kai, um, Kawhi's obviously agreed to resign, but the contract hasn't been confirmed just yet. Yeah, but that was specific just yet. That was awesome for day one. But I think, I mean, just trying to go through like kind of some of the things 
that I've seen from free agency, like, and I guess I'll ask us both, like, what was, what's the free agent that you're quite, like, intrigued the most of that signed or re-signed, in fact? Mm. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see the ball situation. So, like, with Lonzo Ball, mm. they've also got, they brought in DeMar DeRozan, um, they signed Alex Caruso from us, mm-hmm. um, and they've obviously still got um, Zach Levine. They've still got um, Nikola Vucevic. So I, I, I'm interested to see how the Bulls turn out. Um, yeah, I think they were quite, yeah, they were quite like a, quite active on the first few days. Yeah, and they weren't afraid to spend spend the money they had. Obviously, the reason why they had all that money is because they were like last year. These are the teams that were trying to go go for Giannis last year. They were saving money for Giannis. Giannis decides to resign. Now they've got cap space, and they're thinking to themselves, we need to spend it. So. They bring in Lonzo Ball, who's a, who's a great distributor of the ball. Yeah, um, he can help. He can help uh, Zach Levine's game a lot, so he doesn't have to do so much ball handling. He can focus more on other parts of his game. I think it's going to open up Vucevic more, obviously, which is going to get some opportunities around the basket. He'll be able to do what he does best, basically. I think he was required to do too much when he first got traded there. Mm-hmm. So now he's going to be able to be. He's a bit freer now. And then you bring in um, DeRozan, whose game is a bit like outdated. Obviously, he shoots a lot of mid ranges, which isn't the, the norm now in the NBA. But um, we'll see how he fits in with that team as well. They've now got like four players you could say could make them a playoff team for sure yeah so yeah i'd say the bulls are the, are the one that i'm most intrigued by to see how they turn out this year yeah definitely i feel like oh i would say the team that you know always had a lot of money to spend around there was, was the knicks but in terms mm-hmm. of who i'm like like is my all oh, yeah that was quite a good um like re-signing or or signing itself i still kind of like the the um, Kawhi Leonard sort of thing because I thought oh could be a bit of a crazy one yeah if he had left like, <laughs> if he if he leaves oh my lord have mercy that's what I was thinking oh my yeah that <laughs> like, please don't but I mean gotta give like claps off actually sorry I know it sorry I, I was getting to it the person who I need to give the claps off to Steph Curry like please, oh yeah let's <laughs> clap this man I mean he, he's coming up for free agency he could but he becomes the first player, I think, in NBA history to sign. I'm not sure if, if it was to sign Supermax, like, deals. I think it was to, or sign, to, sign to sign multiple 200 million, 200 million deals. deals. Yeah. Now, the reason so this, why... This, is, this, will be, this will be his second one. <laughs> yeah, his second one, yeah. Now, the reason why like, I'm giving it up to him, because I'm like, get that money, number one. And number two, like, the Warriors know what they're doing. That's, that's their star piece. Like, this guy, like, even if he's gonna like lose a little bit of the step and the bounce mm. the fact that he can shoot the way he is this guy yeah. can keep playing deep into his state deep into his studies you know mm-hmm. and it will be one of those it'll be one of those where you think raw like okay you can load them off with like other players obviously the warriors are still thinking of that window of you know you still got the second half of the splash brother to come back yeah. Maybe we can do a couple things but yeah fair play to curry because what for me, like free agency is about is about getting that money, and obviously yeah. the Warriors, you know, yeah. As, as I'm reading now, you know, a 215 million extension, where I think my my my, that's brutal. The the team that underwhelmed a little bit for me was the was the Knicks because they had money to spend. Don't get me wrong, I've, I really like the Randall deal, giving him a four year deal, 170 minute. He's earned that man. Obviously, you know, definitely. Um, yeah. Most Improved Player of the Year award. The guys' stats were were phenomenal. Um, taking the Knicks to the playoffs for the first time in 
ages. Let me say that again. The first time in <laughs> ages. ages. And allowed it to be, allowing Madison Square Garden to be alive once again. I know yeah, my uncle, sure. if he's listening to this pod, he'll be like, yeah, he'll be like, yeah. Because he, he used to say they sucked. <laughs> but yeah, now nah, the Knicks are not, you know, obviously uh, bringing uh, Fournier. I don't think they, they got him in free agency. I yeah. think of some other moves that they made. But it wasn't, wasn't anything. Obviously, I think the one that people were thinking because they were looking for, you know, uh, another point guard and the fact that they're bringing in Campbell Walker. Yeah, that's quite know, big uh, for them. That's quite big for them. Hopefully, if you can pass the injuries and stuff like that, then you can see the Kemba of old, who I, I really did enjoy, you know, back in the days when he was, gosh, where was he before the Celtic? With the Hornets, when he was with the Shots. Oh, Hornets. man, when he was doing things. Mm. But yeah, yeah, it is sad. It's a sad thing. But just to wrap it up, man, I think free agency... A lot of people got their money. I think I'm not gonna lie. I think um, I think DeRozan got slightly overpaid for what I thought. Oh yeah, like, like he got paid like he's an all star. And I honestly, I was, like, for the last I was like, yo, guys, like, you know this guy, like <laughs> you're giving out 85 mil here, like <laughs> what yeah. the heck? But I mean, I have to pull one out for Dennis Schroeder. I'm not sure where he's gonna sign right now. Yeah. But Dennis Schroeder, I think when he was with the Lakers, obviously last year, we offered him. I can't remember the exact amount, but it was it was over like 80 million, I think it was. Um, but I think he wanted 100 million, basically. So he held mm-hmm. out. And at the moment, he's yet to re-sign with a team. Um, mm-hmm. So he's not, I think he's currently looking for a team. And I think a lot of the money has been spent almost already. So unless he signs for a short deal and then re-signs next year, he's not going to get the money he thought he was going to get this year. So we have to look at sometimes the sometimes betting on yourself doesn't always pay off. Maybe he should, like maybe he should have taken should have the taken, money. From should the have Lakers. taken them. It's true, but, you know. It's true, right? That's, ah, yeah, that's the that's the game. Unfortunately, that's the way the game. Is that's played. how it works. If sometimes when that money's on the table, you got <laughs> got yeah. grab it with both hands. Do you know what I'm saying? You might not get paid like that again. Definitely, because to be honest with you, when he was offered the re, the um the contract from the Lakers at the time, yeah, it was looking like he was returned not returning to that sixth man of the year kind of kind of play, but he was playing serviceable point guard play. Yeah, and then in the playoffs, there. in the playoffs, he was atrocious. Like oh, that, that one game, he, he went zero. For, was it zero for thirteen or zero for nine? I can't remember. Oh lord! But mm-hmm. he just missed a bunch of frees, and like it, it wasn't as good in the playoffs as he was regular season. So, should he have signed? Maybe, but now I guess he can sign a short deal, prove himself, then get the big money next year when his money coming in again. So, uh, it will be interesting to see where he resigns. Let's talk about a moment of the Celtics. Obviously, since they, they just got rid of uh, Kemba and, and with that trade earlier in the year, but they've got a spot now for them. At, at, um, a point guard they could that use point a point guard, guard yeah. like Dennis Schroeder potentially. So yeah, they might have to yeah, sign a short deal with rumors. them. But well, I even heard rumors about Isaiah Thomas maybe coming back. Yeah, heard that as well. He's been balling out in in like these um these rec rec games with these param games. It's yeah, like it's looking good stuff. So yeah, he looks like, great. Yo, that, bring him back. <laughs> Hashtag bring him sure. back, boy. I'll be down for yeah, that. So hopefully he gets another chance. Yeah, it seems like I miss those days anyway. But oh gosh, it's been a long time since he's played. Mm. Played in the NBA a very, very long time indeed. But, um, Can I ask you a quick question first? On yeah, the, man, the Lakers acquisitions. Mm. Do you reckon the Lakers are too old <laughs> in terms of the players they brought in? Uh, is it too late to bring in the likes of like Camelo and Westbrook to this team? Because you're looking like if they came in like 2009 when these guys were at the top of their Ooh, game, my goodness, this would have be been dumb. The but Justice like, League now, yeah, exactly. But now these guys are especially like Carmelo's nearing the end of his career, he can still shoot. Mm. But he's nearing the end. Westbrook isn't the same player. He's still a triple double threat, but he's but, not the same player he once was. LeBron is obviously in year nineteen, almost like I think he's going to year nineteen, which is crazy. Yeah, but he's still efficient. 
So, like, is it too late for the Lakers or is this, like, the right time for this move? Do you know what? The, the Carmelo Anthony one, I feel like, because he's a shooter, this guy, this guy, when he gets hot, it's good. It's real mm. good. And I think you kind of need shooters at certain times to help you in in games. Um, I'm not too phased by the ages, you know. I think Same. it will kind yeah. of work out <laughs> in a weird way. I don't know why, but for me, it all kind of hinges a little bit on AD, I feel. Like, yeah. we all know what Dwight Howard can do. He will probably, again, um, as though you've got someone who plays good, he will be overstretched to be a decent player, playing very, very well, I think, again. Um, but for me, it's about AD. As long as AD stays fit for the season and for bits of the season that's necessary and playoffs, you've got a good chance. Once he kind of goes down, you then have to ask LeBron and other players. However, it's intriguing now because you have a Westbrook. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Westbrook has done it before. He has put teams on his back yeah. before and driven. But the problem is, is that, look, now there's other, there's other guys in the building. Do you know what I'm saying? And so are you going to be comfortable having to play a little bit second fiddle, but knowing that LeBron can help elevate you and you can get that ring? Do you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. for Carmelo, he's thinking, look, like, that I know I was a sick shooter at the beginning of my career when I was at the Knicks. I know I was sick, but look, the, the ring evaded me. I'm trying to, I'm trying to end, you know, I'm trying to end um, my drought. career on high. <laughs> so I think, funny enough, for me, I think personally it's going to work out with you, with you guys. So I'm not kind of too phased by it, really. It's just about health, man. What we yeah, prove, totally. what we see it in the NBA is that you need to be healthy come playoff time. And as long as a lot of those players can, you guys have got a good chance. Yeah, that's what I think as well. Pretty yeah. much the same, yeah. I reckon it's just it's just a matter of health, especially as you said of AD. Like he him being injured last year was the reason why we went out in the first round to the Suns. Um, like if he's if he's fit, if LeBron's fit, then I, I don't see the Lakers getting beat in the West. But really depends. It's just, this is a fitness thing. Same thing with the, with the Nets, to be honest with you, on the East. Like, they had the whole issues with their fitness as well. Hence why they went out to the Bucks. But, um, yeah, that's really it. It's just if people are fit and people are able to stay healthy, then we can uh, see the true potential of these teams, which is what the NBA wants, really. They want they want a big final with the, with the two best teams in the league with all the superstars on it. If we're, if we're being very honest, this this final with the Suns and the Bucks was, wasn't lacklustre, but the fact that only Giannis was, like, the superstar... CP3 was the was the one that the people's champion. Everyone wanted to win because there's not one before, but yeah, super. It was lacking superstars a little bit, and you saw that at times the playoffs when Giannis had to like drop fifty, <laughs> Boy. and yeah, for it to for it to get to get a bit exciting. So we'll have to see what happens next year for sure. Definitely, definitely. I mean, moving on. Obviously, our last topic we cannot forget about the 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 draft, which was. Which was awesome, you know. Everyone kind of gets stuff. It's all fancy. They're getting their caps and stuff like that. You know, yeah. we all kind of knew that it was going to go Cunningham first to the Pistons, Jalen Green to yeah. the Rockets. You know, Ivan Mobley to the Cavaliers. And then it's interesting because you know a lot of people think it's awesome that um, Scotty Barnes went fourth to the Raptors. Yeah. And obviously the Magic got um, Jalen Suggs and. To be fair, trying to see a little bit of all of them, uh, I think all those top five picks, absolutely brilliant. I can't, I personally can't really fault them all. I knew Kate no. would go first because, to be honest, out of 
I think a lot of the players in the draft, he does a lot of the NBA stuff well. What I mean by that is um, good defending, good shooter. I like what he's about. I think, like, in terms of the Pistons, that's a good piece that they can, you know, like, again, bring life back into that franchise because it's a bit, it's a bit lifeless, if that makes sense. But, um, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I like it, man. I mean, is there any particular move that you, you like a lot? Was there anyone that kind of like, kind of surprised you in a way? Yeah, I mean the the surprise was the the Raptors taking Scotty Barnes at four. The I think the consensus was they were going to take Jalen Suggs, just because he's yeah. more of a guard. Obviously, they're they're losing um, Ka- um not Kawhi, sorry, um, they're losing Larry. Uh, yeah, Larry, uh, uh, Larry. Larry. Yeah. yeah. So the thought process is that they bring in another guard who's like a shooter, who's a playmaker and distributor to um to help that team. But they I think they decided that Scotty Barnes was the best option. He's a, a big forward. Um, very athletic. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's adding to his game as well. So he's he's quite he could be a double double threat for them. So um, I think that's why they went with Scotty Barnes instead. But as you said, the consensus was that Cade Cunningham would go number one. Um, he's just the by far I think the best not prospect but the best all round player so far hey, in, yeah. in the draft. Just yeah. he's just too tall. He can shoot. He can he can um, play make. He can distribute. He can defend. Not the most athletic player in the world. But he's slippery. He's got like slippery quicks. He can get past people and finish at the rim. Um, and like I think a lot of the analysts were saying before the draft that he has no faults in his game, really. Yeah. Um, especially like offensively at the moment, he has no faults really. There's no like the the ceiling. Everyone keeps talking about the ceiling or the floor for him, but the floor for him is is high. And the ceiling, if he be, if he becomes a player, he could be could is like you know MVP status kind of player. So that's what they're looking for. I really like Jalen Greeno as well, second pick to the Rockets. I think he's yeah. just a fantastic shooter. Um, just a scorer in general. Like I was watching a bit of their because they started summer league yesterday in Vegas. Um, so I was watching a bit of his 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 first summer league game, and he was hitting step back freeze, like just step back shots and just enjoying himself. Like looked like he was playing so much with so much like just freedom. And I guess you mm-hmm. get because he was the he obviously had the the G League experience last year. Um, so he comes in this year ready to play in the NBA. And I think it's going to really pay, pay off for him. For that team that needs to be revitalised, similar to the, to the Pistons, that team needs to be revitalised. They need some young some young energy in there um, after yeah. the whole like debacle of losing Harden and stuff. But I genuinely believe Jalen Green could be like the next Harden for them because he's able to, to score in crazy ways. Um, and they, they pick up some other good players in the draft as well. So they've got a nice young core in, with the Rockets, um, with the players they had last year, like Kevin... Um, uh, I think Kevin Porter Jr. and um, they've also got uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. who's also really good as well. So some good pieces for the Rockets. Definitely, they've they've got some good things going forward. But yeah, as, to answer your question, the biggest shock I think was from that fourth pick that Scotty Barnes went to the to the Raptors. But I think they're happy with him, um, and I think we're going to, have to see how how they now go into this rebuild mode because this was a team that two years ago won a championship, or two three years ago won a championship, um, and now they're like in proper rebuild mode they're you know getting like top draft picks every year um and they've got to like now look at how they're gonna build this team going forward maybe like scott okay. barnes is the piece they want to they want to build around now because um they've obviously still got people like uh um what's his name again the big guy i forgot his name pascal siakam um, yeah. they still got fred van vliet and all these other players but let's see how good that team can be in the east now yeah absolutely man i i like the way you're thinking it i mean I was like, I was like the draft. I, I mean, I'd always say that I kind of prefer the NFL draft a bit more than mm. um than than the NBA draft because obviously I feel like, you know, in the NFL you haven't got the draft, 
you haven't got the draft lottery. But, I mean, you can be so revitalised through a trade in the NFL because you've got more picks most of the time. Yeah. You, you do compared to, like, the NBA, you're trying to, like, use the picks, the good picks that you have, obviously, to acquire players for right now. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I liked it. I mean, I saw a lot of good things. I personally even thought the, the Clippers did quite well because um, for us yeah, to you pick, did. like, yeah, for us to pick at number 25 and then at, I think it was like, uh, yeah, let me just check. So he picked at number 25 and I feel like it was again, maybe 23. Or uh, So you picked you picked in the second round a couple of times because you picked a couple of players that I really liked. Uh, yeah. One of them, BJ Boston, who's like a young guy, um, was playing with the Sierra Canyon um, team that like Bronny James plays for yeah. and all these guys. So he was playing with them. So I kind of like I like I've seen a, co- a couple of games of BJ Boston. I think he's got got some potential for that team. Um, you picked up some other guys in the second round as well. I think yeah, good. that I liked as well. I mean, personally, I know we we acquired a player, um, Keon Johnson. Obviously, yes. I think that like through like a Mavericks like Knicks kind of trade off, and I really liked that pick as well. Like in terms mm-hmm. of how dynamic he is and how he is with the ball in his hands. So. I kind of um I kind of was happy with that and happy with the way we traded anyway, because this is the time when we kind of trade, like not even trade, but most of the time when we draft, we're not really drafting at like that much potential. Because like, yeah. players that kind of come in but don't really make it. I mean, Terrace Mann was, I mean, he's he's really popped off. I can't even, I yeah, can't he's even complain about that. But yeah, like I was I was very happy. And um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, like now, obviously. Um, as we approach the, as we we're not even approaching, we're still in off season, still got a long Isn't way it, to yeah. go. But I guess to sum it up, I just want to say, like in terms of like NBA, NBA, and even talk about basketball in general. Congrats, obviously, to Team USA winning mm-hmm. the um, gold in the Olympics. I can't lie, this li- Olympics campaign has been a little bit sketchy. But as Very I said shaky, it before, yeah. <laughs> and I say it again, when you're Team USA, and you've got a roster that heavily stats. Come on, man. I mean, yeah. You got KD, and obviously it was KD that um, took them, to, I would say, like, took them through, really. and, and it Yeah, he carried them on his back. Exactly, in the finals. So him, but I want to say, give a big shout out also to Drew Holiday. Because mm-hmm. that guy's defense, yeah? Oh, my. <laughs> Boy, he got to be hitting up one of the defensive, like, one of the... um. Not like in the running for defensive player of the year because he usually would go to someone else, but just the, in, in terms of like either the first team or second team because his defending this mm. Olympics was elite, man. Yeah. Just like in the NBA finals, so yeah, man, sense, yeah, he, he, he did what he was supposed to do. I think um, him and his him and his wife are now like they've won, they both won Olympic medals. Obviously, she won for the uh, for the, for the US uh, football team, and he's now yeah. the US basketball team, which is great. Um, but yeah, like a lot, couple of people, they really performed at the end. I think they they had a, a tough run to get there. Obviously, with their their pre pre Olympic games, they lost to, to Nigeria, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they they lost a couple of other games, which was like a bit of a shock for this team. Then they lost their first game to to I think it was France, and everyone was like looking like this 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 might this might be one of those um those Olympic campaigns where they lose it all. But in the end, I think as you as you said, KD sort of put them on his back. And carried them all the way to the gold medal game, um, and they went and won it in the end. So they won both the men's and the women's Olympic basketball this year as yeah, well. So did, yeah. as as they as they were supposed to do. So. Well, of course, of course, because any I think anything less, and 
Like, but you should be a bit of a shock. Good watch first take. Like, oh, hell with regular. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Yeah. Even but I, I do think the European basketball is, is getting more respect, especially uh, like the likes of France. Um, Luca was just balling out at certain oh times. My even, in the, even in the game he lost to France, like at the last second, he got a triple double and he was still balling. So um, the Americans are, are on the only basketball country now, or the basketball super, super power, I guess, now in the world. I think it's being put on notice how the Europeans are around and around to stay. The Australians yeah. are around and they're here. Um, I think other teams can come forward as well, like the likes of China and Japan and those guys as well. So we'll have to see what happens going forward. Definitely, definitely. Switching it up anyway. Or could I say switching gears? Um, the NFL, there's been so much news in that as well. Um, a lot of people signing new deals. But I know, guys, we've been going on and on about Rodgers. He obviously has, <laughs> has now come out to say that he's staying. You know, there was him in a T-shirt. It was crazy because as soon as, like, like, it was like, oh, my gosh, Aaron Rodgers spotted in Green Bay. Being yeah. tweeted there. Um, he then did a press conference. So I thought it was very interesting, you know. He obviously yeah. expl- explained about how, you know, unhappy he was. And apparently, you know, a lot of things came out um, in terms of, he wasn't even in the saying of who was going to be the head coach after, you know, uh, Mick. Was it Mick? Was it Mick McCarthy or Mick McCarthy? Or, um, you know, Mick the, McCarthy's football. Yeah. Football. Oh, <laughs> it is football. So I'm thinking, is it Mike Murphy? You know, the. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the coach for the, the Cowboys. So obviously, when he mm-hmm. left the Green Bay, you know, like, you would expect Rogers to like be in the, the conversations about who would take. He wasn't in that. City. He was ha- unhappy about how a lot of you know senior players had been let go. Um, so in reconciling, you know, um, Rogers back to Green Bay. Green Bay offered an olive branch of you know trading for Cobb to come back. You know, from uh, from Texas, which um, I really liked. I mean, I didn't want him to go in the first place, but I knew his production had gone low. But if Rogers wants him back, it's a nice, feel-good feeling. You know, right now, the talk is, look, you know, Rogers signed a, a new deal, a reconstructed deal. I believe it is a two-year or three-year deal. Actually, no, two years. But I think yes. every year he gets an opportunity, a bit like Messi, to see if he to still leave. wants to continue yeah. on with the project <laughs> or if he wants to go. Now, for me, my question is, bro, what are the chances of us seeing him suit up for Green Bay in 2022? Um, so I was I was fully on team Rogers out this year. So the fact oh, that he's wow. back is, is, yeah, is already amazing. Because <laughs> I was definitely thinking he was gonna leave. I thought you either trade him or he would just like retire and not return. Because mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't, we didn't know the exact specifics of the reason why he didn't want to come back. But now we know obviously there was things behind the scenes, the fact that he wasn't happy with the certain way players, certain players were treated. Certain veterans were treated the way um, the way they just sort of got like ousted from Green Bay, um, and as you said, I think it was Mike McCarthy you're talking about. Um, that's it, saying, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, Man said Mick so they McCarthy, had they had like, like a wolves, <laughs> ex-wolves, ex-wolves, yeah, Mick the wolves, boss. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, we had that as well. So yeah, so um, I was I was fully on him team leaving, but I guess he's back now, and I, I think he'll stay at least at least this season. Mm-hmm. Um, with his current contract restructure, I guess he has the option to leave next year. Um, and if he does leave before the like, I think the, the deadline is June something. You guys don't pay a certain amount in cap space, but you get a certain amount of dead cap on your on your books for that year. So it's a li- it's a little bit of a, a a less blow for you guys as well if he gets traded next year. Yeah, um, it will really be dependent on this year, and then we'll see what happens. Um, he's brought back obviously Randall Cobb, his boy. Um, I think 
uh, Devontae's back and obviously Devontae's um, eager to sign a new contract as well. So I think it's going to be interesting for the green, for the, for the Packers, but I think next year might be his. the last year. I think he suits up next year and then he's gone. Okay. I personally think for me, the hope for me is that he stays obviously longer and then obviously mm. retires. I feel like the only way that happens really is if Jordan Love gets traded. Right. Jordan Love gets what happens traded. to Jordan, Jordan Love now? <laughs> yeah, I fall for Jordan Love still. Like if he gets traded and say if the Packers were to win the Super Bowl, that's case closed, man. They probably sign yeah. him on to another thing and you know we ride off into the sunset together. But realistically, this could be his last year. However, if the Packers were to win the Super Bowl, I think it kind of increases the chances of everyone re-signing again. So I think I still firmly do believe that, that Devante will, will sign because obviously he was very unhappy and I believe that the Packers should definitely 100% pay him where he's worth. But um, yeah, yeah, it's a bit he's up in the air. to be the highest paid wide receiver. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit up in the air. But for me personally, that Roger staying is the main thing and I, I'll take that all day because I thought, yo, Jordan Lava, I wasn't super confident about that going into the season. <laughs> Jordan, I, I don't know if you listen to the pod, but if you do, like, you know, not trying to be asked or anything, but you know, like Rogers is a different level, you know what I'm saying? That's, so, yeah. Um, yeah, everyone's suited up again for this this year. You know, Rogers gets a receiver that he's got a good relationship with, good connection with. Um, Cobb, had, Cobb had some of his best years with, with Green Bay, so Maybe he Definitely. can be revitalized and come back again. That would be excellent. But um, I wanted to move on. Talking about quarterbacks, actually, massive, massive deal, which obviously occurred was um, bear with me one moment. Was Allen signing that humongous extension? Humongous deal. I think over two hundred million. Or I mean, I'm hearing yeah. hundred million in guaranteed money. That's now, what we're hearing. Yeah, like two hundred fifty-eight million. Ooh. More money, more money, more money. That's what it is. Like, my question to you is that, like, is it money well spent? Obviously, he's um, fantastic with the Bills again this season. Yeah. Is this money well, well spent? And will, will the Bills be, not even be, will they make a playoff, will they make a Super Bowl appearance with him as the quarterback? Mm. It's definitely possible because he's, he's the, the ideal type of super back, uh, super back, sorry, ideal type of quarterback that you want right now. Yeah, um, he's he's able, able to run with his feet, a cannon for an arm, um, and he was getting smarter with his decisions near the end of, like especially this this last season that he had. So, um, it's very, it, I think it was ideal that they got they got to him first, because obviously yeah. he's in the same draft class as um as Baker Mayfield and as Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they've signed his extension first, obviously means that now they've got him locked in for the next like six years or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But um, if uh, obviously if like if like Lamar had signed first, for example, you then have to sort of base um, his deal around Lamar's deal, and Lamar's deal is going to be crazy because obviously like the um, the Ravens need him to resign as well. So yeah, I think I think it's quite good for the Bills that they got him the amount they got him. Obviously, they didn't have to pay crazy like um, Patrick Mahomes money almost. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, I think, obviously is the highest paid QB, but I think this would make Josh Allen the second highest paid, which is ideal for the for the Bills who can still use some money to build in other areas, but. We all we all know the quarterback is the is the most important position of the football field. Important. And if you've got a guy like Josh Allen, you just you you money isn't an issue. You have to sign him up, especially for a team like Buffalo, who's not necessarily a big market. You can't even necessarily attract the big free agents. 
So the fact that they've got two studs in um in Josh Allen and in uh, Stefan Diggs, give them whatever they want <laughs> to keep them. Sign them up. Sign them up. That's what I like to hear. Like, I mean, yeah. These deals are these deals are are fantastic. I think I'm always of the firm believer that, you know, get paid what you're worth. And with with Josh Allen, I, I believe they've that's money well spent. You know, mm. money well, well, well spent. And um yeah, obviously. Let's be honest, like Rogers and um um Rogers and uh Tom Brady aren't gonna be around forever. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, so there will be a new age of quarterback and that will be ushered in with you know, with the Allens, with the with the Mayfields, with the you know, Mahomes. I mean, we put Mahomes probably at, at the top of the number one, yeah. <laughs> at the top of the hill, which you know what I'm saying. But um yeah, definitely. I mean, also talking about other deals, uh Lenard signed a a a massive contract as well. Uh, Xavier yeah. Howard, a reconstructed deal as well. Um, Jonathan Allen, yeah. defensive tackle, signed a four-year extension. Chubb signed a three-year extension. So obviously, players coming in and getting their money's worth. I mean, yeah. For you personally, is it still? Would you say it's still obviously the Chiefs and the and the Buccaneers to you know fight out again for the Super Bowl? Or I know, I know you've got a, a dark horse pick. I think you had the Bills as your dark horse pick, actually. Or so another. I had the Colts, but they've since obviously lo- not lost. But um, Carson Wentz is, is um getting surgery on his foot. Yeah, and that's so a, he's that's out a... for like twelve weeks. I think it is. Do you know what I'm saying? So that's a big blow for them. I think obviously with with him, they'll get him back if they're a decent if they're at like a decent position by maybe like December up to like. November, December this year, they'll get him back in time to maybe get like a nice little playoff run. But um, you really ideally wanted him started the season to work into his new system with the new teammates and and get uh, get the um get the ground running. So unfortunately, I think the Colts might not have the same juice that I thought they'd have before. Yeah. But, um, definitely in terms of like favorites, as favorites goes, like it's the same. It's the Chiefs. It's the Bucks. The Bucks have every player returning. Every, all the starters are returning. Um, from a Super Bowl, which is crazy. No one ever done. I don't think ever, any other team's done that before. Yeah. And the Chiefs were able to build around. Obviously, their their weakness last year was in the in the Super Bowl was their O line. They've not rebuilt it, but they've brought some new players in um, to try and protect Patrick Mahomes a bit more. Um, but they still got one of the best wide receivers in the game. They still got arguably the top tight end in the game, um, and a decent running game and and other pieces like that. So. Yeah, I think the Chiefs will be in and around the mix as well, but um, we'll have to see what happens with with the other deals and stuff with people people signed. The Zayvon Howard one that you mentioned was quite interesting. Mm. Zayvon Howard initially had requested a trade. The trade, yeah, he went, yeah, yeah. He went to like social media to like complain about how he'd asked yeah. for like a restructured deal. The whole thing was obviously that he he'd signed his initial um, contract extension. Um, mm-hmm. Then obviously after that, the the market had shifted. People players had gotten paid more than he got paid. And he's arguably one of the te- top corners in the league, so he kind of wanted his money. He was ready to to force a trade to get it, but um, thankfully they they sorted out, which is good for the Dolphins because they they needed him for the for their like defensive yeah. structure, but also like they're a team that want to push in their division with obviously Tua as their quarterback, yeah, Jalen uh, Waddle as a, as a solid wide receiver in the draft. So they kind of wanted to build this team forward now and see what they can be. So yeah, good for the for the Dolphins that they were able to restructure that deal and sort that out for him. Yeah, good indeed. And then, just like a car, we switch again. Um, hitting us up into the wonderful world of, of football. Um, as we yes. talk, uh, Liverpool in the preseason, it's ended a uh, three-one 
great uh, first half. Minamino uh, one and Bobby Firmino two. Like for you, basically, the question is: as the season is season is approaching in a couple of days' time, do we need more signings? That's the question. <laughs> also, I did not hear you. The answer is yes. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I'm happy the you said is that. Yes. 100% yes. the answer is yes. Like, I can't believe we have, we've only still signed, um, uh, what's his face again? Ibrahim. Um, yeah, cannot say. Like, I'm yeah. glad we signed him. We definitely needed a centre-back, which is great. But where are these signings? Like, what's happening? It feels like everything's been really quiet just because we had the, the whole hustle and bustle of the Euros and then Olympics came straight after. And I think, like, yeah. there's not, the, we haven't had the same sort of gas around, like, transfers. Obviously, City have done their business. They brought in Grealish um, and other yeah. stuff like that. And obviously, Man United have done their business. They're bringing in Talks of Varane, I think, is already, I think Varane's already almost basically signed and they brought in um, Jada Sancho. So, like, they've done their business, but where, where, where are Liverpool? Where, where, where are our deals? Like, I need more, I need more, more transfers. I need something else because I think we had, as we said, we got lucky at the end of last year, but we had a real resurgence near, near last year. Yeah. Um, and getting the likes of Varane back, getting Gomez back will be fantastic for our defence, but still the midfield, I think this is a make or break season for the likes of Keita, for Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain yeah, to see whether they fit in with this new midfield. I think this is the, I think this is the year that we definitely see a new Thiago. Not new, but a better Thiago. I think once he's now yeah. like more accustomed to the system and stuff like that, I think Thiago will be a much improved player this year. And obviously, obviously we've got our captain, Jordan, so we you know we love him going forward. But definitely, I think we need some more, some more signs just to even shore up our, our bench a little bit, like... We got rid of um, Harry Wilson, which was an interesting one for me. I thought, like as a young player, you might want someone like that off, off the bench to come and to come and make an impact. But I guess that's going to be Harvey Elliott this season. I think he's going to be the yeah, guy he'll be that to guy. Yeah. Happens. Um, Minamino, I mean, so Minamino is an interesting one because uh, obviously, like he went on loan end of last year, come back this year now. Let's see how he does with that yeah. with that front three if he's able to infiltrate. Jota obviously was one of our, I guess, our signing of the year last year. So hopefully, he continues to build as well. But to answer your question, yes, we need more signings. I need some more players in the pool shirts this, this month. Obviously, the transfer window is not closed yet. We still got to the end of um is it end of September or is it as it move forward? I, think I can't remember. End of end of August. I mean uh, so yeah, end of August, not beginning, September. Beginning but... of September. So like I think yeah. first week in there. Yeah, so, so we've still yeah, got time, man. but the league is starting next week, so we're really wasting our time. <laughs> no, hundred percent. I think like I've I've just even got um a little odds, like an odds website up. And if you see the odds for winners of the Premier League, you've got Man City, obviously, odds on. Then mm. you've got Dennis Chelsea, because obviously the big news is, you know, the Lukaku deal is soon going to go through. I mean, they're going to pay 97.5, which, I mean, yeah. Inter Milan seem to be on this whole thing of sell, sell and sell them more. So, um, yeah, like, even just to discuss about that and go back to even discuss about transfers anyway, Liverpool were third on favourites and then, and then Man United after that. Do you think it's a bit of a waste of money from Chelsea to pay all that money to sign a player that they previously had? Um, so, like, obviously, the the whole thing with Inter is I think they obviously got to, like, they have to... There's a reason why they're selling all these players. I think they've got yeah, like a wage yeah. issue. Hakimi, a wage yeah, issue. Was, yeah. So they had to sell a bunch of players. Hakimi's gone. Um, yeah. Look, look, he's looking like he's going to go at this point. I think they're also losing one guy to the Spurs. I've got his name now. Um, Martinez, the um, the Argentinian, but yeah, it's not confirmed like he's going yet. To Spurs. Talks are on. That's yeah. the talk. Yeah, so they've they've got to like make up some 
they've got like a huge wage issue. But yeah, I think for Chelsea, the unfortunate thing with them is they've got this uh, this mentality back in the day of like the young players didn't really get opportunities. So when Lukaku was there, he didn't really get the chance to shine necessarily. He then went to other teams and flourished. De Bruyne, same thing, went to other teams, flourished. flourished yeah. You can say the same thing for Salah, went to other teams, flourished. Yeah. Um, but they, I think they've seen, obviously, they need a, a focal point up front. Um, obviously, Jury's gone now, I think, to Roma. Um, and they need, was it Roma he went to? I can't remember. Who? who um, Giroud. Giroud, he went to, um, I think it might have been, I think, I went, was it I Roma? to say Roma or no, I think it was AC Milan. Ah, yes. So, yeah, yeah so Giroud went to so someone, someone in Italy. So, yeah, AC yeah. Milan. So, yeah, so they need, they need someone up front. I think Tammy Abraham is not the guy they wanted him to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wasn't even sure if Tammy Abraham would be on the team this year. I thought he might get traded, um, not traded, but sold or, or I hear that, saw that traded away. Yeah, yeah I hear that. still talking on the, <laughs> in, in football, in American football terms. In American football terms, um, yeah. Yeah, so I thought he would have been gone by now, but they kept him around. So I think, yeah, they need they needed a, a big striker. And I think Lukaku is the guy. Um, Werner just couldn't buy a goal, as we said last year. Like he was lackluster in terms of his goal scoring out, output. But he yeah. did other things. He did the he did the link up play. He did the um the bits around the box, he just couldn't get the ball in the back of the net. And Lukaku has proven that he can, especially in the Premier League in the past, in Italy last year, yeah. and even in the Euros this year. So I think this is this is kind of like Lukaku's, um, his, I guess, I think maybe the part of him maybe want to come back and, and say that I can prove that I can be the yeah, guy at this team. Yeah. This is the first team that brought him to the, to them, to England. So like he maybe wants to prove that he can be that guy. Um, and I think yeah. it's a perfect opportunity for him because it's a team that obviously under Tuchel was playing great football. Mm-hmm. And um, they've got pieces. Like, if you look at Kai Havertz, as we said, Vernal couldn't buy a goal, but he could do the other bits. Um, they've got other people as well in that team, like um, the Mason Mounts of this world, and a decent, a decent, um, like, not great defence, but decent, obviously, like, wingbacks and stuff, and, like, Reese James and those guys. So, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see how how he fits into this team, but I think he'll score goals for sure. That's what Lukaku does. He scores goals. So, hopefully, it works out for him. Yeah, again, you know, obviously, um, just jumping off Lukaku, Maybe going down a bit of a transfers route, you know, the, the, the major news was obviously this week Grealish signing for a British record of a hundred million pounds. Like, well, we're not yeah. going to sit here and ask us the question of is he worth it, is he not? We all know that he's not a hundred million pound player. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not trying to be harsh, that's not, but obviously, it's, it, we're in a, a world and age where it's like you pay as much as a person is, is worth to that club. So yeah, to, to Aston Villa, he's worth a hundred million. But exactly. I mean, honestly, is he that? No. For me personally, we'll pay maybe 50, 60 million for him. Yeah. I can see Even in this economy. Because when you think about his actual output in terms of goals or assists, it's not necessarily the highest, but if you look at it, it's, it's the other things that he does in terms of yeah. like the fact that he's the most tackled player, almost foul player. But chances created, though, is quite high, quite close to even yeah, Kevin, Kevin De Bruyne, so... Exactly. So it's a team that we know is going to create plenty of chances. Yeah. Um, I think they obviously they're kind of maybe gutted they weren't able to get Haaland this summer. But um, that's a t- like if they've they've obviously still got um, you know Gabriel Lucas uh, Gabriel Lucas Gabriel Jesus yeah. up front um, and they've got other pieces. So it's it's going to be fun to see him around these top quality players. We've been seeing him with Aston Villa's finest, but now we get to see him with some of the world's best. Yeah. And I think it's it's going to be an interesting test to see if he actually. Um, you know, 
can match jump up, up to that level. Yeah. Yeah, can make that big step up because obviously, like he's been playing with he's been a big fish in a small pond in Aston Villa. Now he's a big fish or a regular sized fish in a in a huge pond. In a huge pond in um in Man City. So let's see how he does with these huge uh world class players. Yeah, but, um it'll be good for England, obviously, in the in the in the in the long run, because obviously they're gonna he's gonna get the experience that Foden's been getting. Yeah, these amazing players playing under a great coach in Pep, um, and learning how to play football a bit differently. So, yeah, it's gonna be fun to see see how he does with this with this team. But as you said, like hundred million is, you yeah, you said it perfectly. You pay what you what the club thinks he's worth, not necessarily the actual value of the player, because it's the main reason why Kane hasn't left Tottenham yet. Obviously, Tottenham have a crazy valuation on him. I don't think any other club is willing to pay maybe 160 million, whatever it is they want for him right now. So yeah, that's why he's he's being forced to go back to Tottenham as um, under duress. But free my boy Kane, <laughs> free my man Kane. Wait, so he I, I, to, no. he's <laughs> he came obviously he didn't he said that he he didn't have to like the the whole training issue where he missed a training session. Um, he had to put a statement out and all the stuff like it was just so typical Tottenham. Like he had to do that just to 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 ease the fans, I guess, because they, they were about to like burn him at the stake or whatever, but now he's he's got a bit less pressure on him, but yeah, he'll come back. He's going to play that. I think that, is that opening game against against City? It might be. I Ooh, that's an interesting one. I mean, in terms of like, for me, kind of like going on for what, what you said is with Harry Kane, it's, I, I, I really feel like Spurs fans can't fault this guy. Because, no, mate, exactly. he, he's been under manager, manager, like making... Not even just promises. Okay, we'll try and get you there. And every attempt that they've got, like a finals, they've 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 blocked. Mm. That's that's just the honest truth. So this guy wants to go to a place where he can win. Yeah. Where he can, you know, he can be sex. He can be, you know, successful. You know. That's what he but wants. Yeah. I mean, Tottenham. Yeah, at Man City, it's, it is. Yeah, well, Sunday, next week, Sunday, the fifteenth will be. Mm. Not even next week. Sorry. Apologies. Is that this this, this week. week. Or... Wow. Sunday. Yeah, well, it's come round fast. It's come round very, very quickly. Sorry, guys, <laughs> I was in dream world there. But um, yeah, yeah, for me, Harry Kane. I mean, if Man City, let me just be honest and tell all football fans now, if Harry Kane signs for Man City, it's case closed for the league. I'm sorry. Facts. I know a lot of people will say, Ah, oh, Sandra this and other teams. I'm sorry. It's uh, with what that team has, firepower wise. Well, mm. we're we're just we're getting blown away there, blown away. So. But, you know, jumping off from transfers again to the last one I want to talk about is the biggest. I feel this is the biggest story. In fact, we could have just even the whole pod on this. The yeah. fact that Messi will not be resigning with Barcelona. I mean, drop the mic, drop the mic there. You know, yeah. he was, he, he came back, you know, it's, it's a massive shock. He came back from, pre, like, from obviously holidays. You know, he thought they would be signing. This contract, mm-hmm. this new five-year deal, having his contract reduced from maybe earning a hundred million a year to fifty million a year, and then being told that apparently La Liga won't allow because they'll be going over their wage bill. It's interesting, you know, because uh, reading up on this, this has been something which is we've talked about. It's been happening for time. Um, yeah. Barcelona have been offering. Crazy money, all these that you know, your not even I'd say your Dembele's, your your other players. So the wages are quite high, and the fact that they've got to keep in line with La Liga's financial fair play rules, 
um, it makes mm-hmm. it very difficult for them because you've got Griezmann on high on high um, wages, you've got Coutinho on high wages, you've got Mtiti on high wages. And because of that, apparently, um, if Messi had signed his new contract, it would have taken them to 110% of like their turnover on their wage bill. And apparently yeah. they, they're only permitted to pay 70%. And even with him not even uh, re-signing, they're only at 95. So they have to sell quite a lot of players. I mean, like, let's just ask you the obvious question, man. Do you see yeah. this coming? Do you see this coming? So obviously at the start of the summer, we had this whole, it was it was talked about, like it was it was talked about, but it was almost talked about in jest, like, yeah, Messi might leave Barcelona. And then was talking about it, but like we, we all knew deep down he probably wouldn't leave. Yeah. Um, and then obviously it came out that he was about to sign that huge contract. It was like, okay, cool. So he's, he's staying. Everything is okay with the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then boom, we get hit with the news a couple of days ago that um, they, they themselves announced that he's not returning. And you're like, what, what's happening? Is this a joke? Have I gone on some weird website? Um, but truthfully, Messi's leaving Barcelona. And like he says his farewells, um, he has a whole press conference, starts bawling his Balling. eyes out. Bawling out. Man is Balling. crying. Saying I offered to take a fifty percent a fifty percent reduction, and they still couldn't make it work, um, and it's 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 sad to see because you really wanted to. He's one of those players where it's similar to like a like a Kobe Bryant, like you just you couldn't I couldn't imagine Kobe Bryant on any other team but the Lakers. Um, yeah. I couldn't imagine I couldn't imagine Dirk Nowitzki on any other team but the Mavs. But the Mavs, yeah, um, yeah, and I just couldn't honestly until until very recently couldn't imagine Messi on another team other than Barcelona. Even in, even in games where, like, you're messing about, like, football manager or FIFA career mode, yeah, and, you try, and you try and buy Messi, and you're like, they're, they're asking for way too much. Let's just not even bother, because it's not worth even trying to buy Messi for this team. Yeah. Um, and somehow, somehow, we've gone to the point now, we live in a world where Messi and Ronaldo aren't going to be in the league next year, which is mental. Um, that They're both going to be in different leagues. Um, Messi's going to probably, by, by all, all, all indications at the moment, be in, in France playing in the Mickey Mouse League with PSG. Yeah. Because um, at this point, it's going to be Mickey Mouse because they're going to destroy, <laughs> destroy <what>? League Des- 1. <laughs> Lambash teams. <laughs> like, it's not even going to be fair. And League, League 1 was already a bit funny, but also last year they had a whole situation where um, Lille won somehow. Obviously, like, they were in the in, in between coaches and stuff. Everything was happening. But just, I haven't even, I haven't, I haven't really deeped it yet that it's going to be messy. Mbappe and Neymar the new, on the same mate, team. It's the new Galacticos, mate. Basically. So that's kind of crazy. But let's to go back to your initial question, like, yeah, it wasn't, it just wasn't, it never never even crossed my mind that he might leave Barcelona ever. He was he was the kind of person that was this a one-player team, uh, one-team player, sorry. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately, we've got to the point now where he, he has to leave and it's... It's just fully crazy. This this is a team that initially, obviously, Barcelona's their whole thing is being more than a club. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the fact that there's like he's been there from when he was really young, he's gone through all the different phases, yeah, different shirt numbers, and he's scored ridiculous amounts of goals, and goals. crazy awards. Um, but like obviously he's you know their greatest player of all time. But like it's just crazy that he's had to leave, and they've they've now got to in a situation now they've got to look at themselves and look at their team. Mm. You know, Sergio Aguero came to Barcelona just to play with his on boy. the promise, yeah, to play with him, to play with his friend. And now Messi's gone. What's he going to do? They bring in the likes of Memphis Depay. They brought in Aguero. They've got Coutinho there still. They decided they're going to keep yeah. Griezmann as well. Um, they've still got um, Dembele and all these other players. But like now they have to look to the future. I guess the likes of um, 
Ansu Fati and these guys now they're going to be the future of this team. But yeah, yeah it's gonna, it's a it's a crazy time in the league now right now where um you know Real Madrid aren't the same team they used to be, Barcelona post Messi won't be the same team they used to be, and um yeah is, is this is this maybe now the end of not the end but like is this now the shifting of this this Spanish age of dominance that we used to have in football before mm. has it now has it has it now shifted permanently towards you know a different direction towards the Germans or the French now. Especially mm. we have the, the Germans with, you know, the likes of Bayern and their dominance in Europe for, for a couple of years. But for, like PSG will be a powerhouse. <laughs> like it will be. Could this, is, is this like my question to you is, is this, is this the year PSG finally win a Champions League? I think, mate, I think we're seeing the, the beginning of a new Galacticos. And because mm. the way that PSG have spent this, um, this summer has to be, honestly <laughs> been phenomenal. I mean, if you look at the right side of their defence, you've got Donnarumma in goal. That's yeah. certified you for at least 10 years. You ain't even got to buy a new keeper. This guy's elite exactly. at the level he is. And then you've got Hakimi. He's probably one of the best, you know, um, right young backs in the world. I, I, I yeah. can't lie. We'll give up to our man Trent. But Hak- the way Hakimi's doing, like... And for them to sign him for the money that they did, yeah. Then Donnarumma on a free transfer. On a free transfer. Then you know, Matt. possibly bringing in Messi in. You've got Genie like this. Yeah. This team on a free transfer. Matt. You know what I'm saying? This team's built to win now. Now, not in a couple <laughs> right years. Now. <laughs> now. So I like it. I like what they're doing. It pains me, but what can I say, man? Money talks. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Money talks. So. Yeah, fair, fair. Um, feel for Barcelona though. In a way, would would mm-hmm. be a fascinating story if somehow, some way, they managed to you know convince La Liga to re-sign. But I think La Liga's you know I think they're out of they're they're done with doing anyone favors after you know yeah. Barcelona and Real Madrid started all the Super League stuff. Well, not they did, but joined in. So yeah, man, it's a um it's a tough one to take, but yeah. Bring in, it's like, you know, watching the Avengers film, you know, first yeah. one, second one, third one, Bruce. But now you bring in a new dawn of Avengers. A new yeah. dawn, man. Phase four. This is this is what it is. Phase That's what four. it feels like. Man, yeah. Mbappe, can you imagine that? Like Messi dropping in deep, Neymar back. Oh, it just has goals written on it, man. Goals written on it. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Anyway. Guys, thank you for joining us for this week. I thought we've we've really jammed with the talks. Um, wanted to be, give a big up to I. If you guys have seen, um, we are nearly approaching our hundred a hundred followers mark. So um, oh, yeah. we're at it at the moment, but we just want a couple more, and then we'll think about doing something special for you guys. Thank you for all your follows, your reposts, uh, retweets. Because obviously now we're on Twitter as well. Um, yes, so, yeah, we haven't actually posted anything on there yet, but we're gonna we're gonna get active. yeah, we're gonna the Premier League is starting soon. So we're gonna be live tweeting during games and stuff. It's gonna be great. Definitely, definitely, and it's just um, exciting times indeed. Do listen to the podcast; it will be out um, later this week on our platforms, which will be um, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And yeah. from me and Iot, man, see ya and see you soon. <laughs> definitely. <laughs>